0: Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of...
1: Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted. That's me.
0: It's me. It's your girl, Shlee. And guess who is back with me <laughs> today?
1: Mm-hmm. We're back again.
0: <laughs> brum, brum, brum. Manny B. Raps. Yep. And now it's your...
1: Third episode. The three-peat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You did it. You were we the first.
1: I... Hey. <laughs> hey. Back Up on top.
0: Back, Maddie B rap, something chicken.
1: Oh, you'll get there.
0: It's a long name.
1: Matthew Peter, chicken hawk, Winnie the Pooh, Goldfish guy.
0: <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ugh it has been another week down on the bliss. I leave tomorrow.
1: Oh man.
0: Nope. Yep. Oh
1: man. How the dreaded are you day. Ugh, oh, fine. <laughs> I guess. It's been really nice, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I do my best to stay in the present, not think about it. You're not quite as good at that. No. I've had a couple of flared lips. No. Little. Yeah, little chin quivers here and there. No.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're making shit up.
1: <laughs> not so much. <laughs> uh,
0: but it's fine. It's fine. We only have two more months to go, so. That's true. It'll go by fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy peasy, almost yep. squeezy. Then you'll be back in New York.
1: Yep. Back for the holidays, mm-hmm. for all the festivities.
0: Yeehaw. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. All right. Shall we jump into our gratitude list this week? Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to?
1: Um, I mean, I went first last time, but I can go first again.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: Okay. Um, I
0: wonder if we're going to have similar things again.
1: Uh, probably. I
0: have another one just in case you steal one of mine again.
1: Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, the first one I just put was movie nights. Oh. Um, we've been doing a lot of. I mean, we've been doing a lot of reading, but just a lot of like, casual chilling. Mm-hmm. And honestly, thankfully, the crew TV has been putting out bangers every once in a while. Yeah. Um, we've watched a
0: lot of movies. We have
1: watched a lot of movies.
0: What? A, what have we watched? We watched um <laughs> the Mario movie. The
1: Mario movie. I haven't seen that. That one was a choice. Yeah. The Mario movie and Elemental, those mm-hmm. two were a choice. Yeah. But then even... Now I'm going to just blank on all the movies that I we know,
0: watched. I know, seriously. <laughs> uh, what was the one about Al Capone? We watched that one. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I don't even know what that one was called.
0: But it was about Al Capone. Yeah,
1: Kevin Costner, and Sean Connery.
0: And um, Robert uh, De Niro. De
1: Niro was Al Capone. Yeah. Yeah, except for I didn't think you liked that one as much. I
0: didn't. You yeah, did.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that would be one of your highlights. No, um, it's just the only one I remember. We watched Part 3. Yeah. Um, multiple
0: times. Multiple
1: it. times, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. They're so random. And, it, like, that's why Mario and Elemental were so remember, easy cause y- to remember because we actually chose them. But so many times we just flip on the TV. And, and just watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course, they're going to just leave our brain right now.
1: Yeah. Or we might not even know what they were called to begin with. Yeah. And then we just watch it. Yeah. We watched the end of today, Into the Wild.
0: Yeah, that was a weird movie. Yeah. A bit sad. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, we crept along Moulin Rouge and couldn't yeah. watch it because we saw we saw the end of it twice. Um, I
0: do love that movie, though. It's one of our favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. But we didn't catch it at the beginning, so.
0: Also, that is one of, I don't know if I've told you this before, but that is a movie that I used to watch all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, like a favorite in my household and I'm kind of like I'm not sure an eight-year-old should watch that
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know about an eight-year-old I don't think I stumbled upon that movie until middle school but mm-hmm. that was we watched that a lot in middle school and high school for sure
0: I could be exaggerating on the eight-year-old side but i feel like i was pretty young i mean and i who who cares i didn't know any better i was just like ooh sparkles and
1: yeah yeah ooh singing and dancing and
0: and not absent what's that yeah
1: you know (laughs) what's this little green fairy doing bouncing around
0: apparently they're all on drugs what does that even mean they're all
1: having a good time yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know that's just been nice a nice little bonus because i don't know We've been doing a good amount of reading. I think I finished two books while while you've been here. Yeah. And about to finish the third, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've
0: done a lot of reading.
1: Yeah, which is always good. But, yeah, sometimes just having, especially when, yeah, like how I said, having it kind of be just like an unexpected, unexpected just like, oh, there's there's something on. We mm-hmm. could just watch this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think we said this a little bit last week, but just like how we keep checking in with one another, being like, are we being boring? Are you good? Are you having a good time? (laughs) But I'm like, I mean, number one, it's been nice to just like chill and relax. But even like when we're at home, I feel like we don't get a ton of time to just like veg.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Together. And
1: I don't know if it's just the mindset of this being your vacation. So it feels easier for you to just like. Yeah. Let your let yourself rest for a second um but yeah no I agree I think there's I don't know something about especially since you also like work from home so the bedroom also being your office at the same time and also we don't have to prepare any of our own meals here so like yeah nothing is much of an effort and especially when we're back in here it is very much an area that is just designed for like rest and relaxation. So
0: Yeah. And yeah. there's no windows, so it's like easy to be like, what time is it? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I know we just rambled a lot on that point, but um, okay. My first point on the gratitude list is see daddy.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: that was so fun.
1: And what an unexpected surprise.
0: I don't even know how to explain that place. So where were we? Were we
1: Uh, Ketchikan? Yeah, uh, no, uh, Sitka.
0: Oh, Sitka. But
1: yeah, we were a bit off the beaten path. So Sitka is one of the ports, one of the only ports that we actually get to spend an extended period of time Mm -hmm. in. It's basically just Seattle and Sitka that we have more than like three hours. Um, So me and a couple of my friends from the cast had walked down this street before just because we'd kind of gotten bored of the monotony of just like either going to a bar going to a pizza place or just kind of sitting and getting internet and we're like we don't really have much to do so we'll just like walk around and see the rest of the town and that street is so funny because it goes from civilization to like podunk so quickly yeah um and yeah so we had stumbled upon this place that basically looks like
0: a shack. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it looks like it's a like jumbled together building made out of old boat parts mm-hmm. and like houses. So it look like the whole outside just looks like you have like the cabin of a boat and then a kind of like a shack on top of it and the whole thing is covered in like Random doors and oars, and yeah, all sorts of like driftwood. It looks like it's like cobbled together from a bunch of junk, basically. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a standing structure.
0: Yeah, I'll post some pictures of it on my Instagram, which you can follow me at
1: Neverlessly Persisting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, but it's called Sea Daddy.
1: Sea Daddy, yeah.
0: And we thought it was like a bar,
1: I thought it was gonna be a dive bar, yeah.
0: It was not.
1: It was not.
0: No. It was, like, a fish place.
1: It is very strictly a fish kebab place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, where it's they sell one thing.
1: One thing. They have three kinds of fish that he buys at wholesale price and, yep, yeah, and puts them all on sticks. You get, like, different amounts of ounces of of fish depending on which kind you get because the fish costs different amounts and yeah they're battered and fried and put on a stick for you yeah it was wild and then in the midst of being there and visiting
0: oh my god yeah
1: we learned that the guy who owns it has this really extensive knowledge of the area and kind of what's going on as far as um the politics relating to the tribal claims that the native alaskan people have in some of the town and some of the issues that come with the town becoming more of a resort town for the cruise ships so there are certain properties that are like skyrocketing in value because people who come visit on cruise ships will then like buy basically vacation houses there and it really really pushes up the resale value but then also there's all sorts of disputes over tribal lands and how deeds and property rights are passed down through the tribe as opposed to how they're passed down through regular American law. It's very, very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: And he's running for like a mem a seat on the city council now.
0: Yeah, and like the other people that were there. Mm-hmm. And this place is small. There's like a table. Yeah. Um,
1: Way smaller than I thought it was going to be also. Because when you see the size of the building, I mean, it does look like it's hobbled together. And there are separate rooms, but mm -hmm. basically three-fourths of the building is back rooms. Yeah. There's, like, the big kitchen that he does all of his frying and stuff in. And then I think there's, like, a back storeroom. But when you walk inside, it is literally, yeah, it's, like, one room with one table and four seats at it yeah and that is it
0: but the other people that were there were filming some sort of documentary mm-hmm. on him uh, i don't know they didn't like i don't know we were e- eavesdropping so yeah we didn't ask them any questions but um yeah it was interesting
1: yeah so he was showing them around but they didn't have any like
0: equipment film
1: equipment yeah or even recording devices so it was yeah. It was a little weird. Almost like maybe they were just doing a preliminary like, hmm, let's see.
0: And we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is what they said. Yeah.
1: But yeah. yeah, we were there on Monday and I think they said they were coming back on Friday, so Yeah. Yeah, so, so
0: a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> An experience. And shout out to our friend Chris yeah. who went was with us yeah. for the ride.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Um not what I expected, but yeah. probably better than I hoped it was going to be.
0: Yeah, for sure. To
1: be honest, I even expressed that I was like a little nervous about going inside, but it's because I thought it was a dive bar. So I thought we usually go to this like kind of fisherman's bar that's a little down the street that's not so far off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just kind of in my head had envisioned that this was like a really, really local bar and like. Yeah. Very much like only for locals and like any outsiders that walked in would be kind of like sneered at or whatever. But no, it was very quaint. Not at all what I expected. I
0: nope. Not at all.
1: Yeah. But yeah, an eventful, eventful stop. Yeah. On, on the trip. Um, My next gratitude point, which is a bit counterintuitive, but. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go with it. I put going off the grid.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Which is something we've talked about a lot. Um, You know, being on the ship, you have limited access to Wi-Fi and communication with the outside world. Yeah. Which, in a lot of senses, is a downside. But if you kind of embrace the, I don't know, releasing the onus on you to be able to have to be, like, on top of everything at all times, um, it can be... I don't know, you kind of expressed this to me earlier yeah. in the week where it's, it can just kind of be a load off your shoulders yeah. to, to be like, oh, I don't have to be right next to my phone at all points in time to respond to people right away, mm-hmm. which I never am anyways. <laughs> but now I have an excuse to not be. Right. But then on the flip side of this gratitude point, I also put reconnecting, which is kind of when you have those periods of a bit of like radio silence Kind of coming back and reconnecting with the people that you haven't gotten in touch with for a while can be really refreshing, Mm -hmm. Um, and also you know not being in constant contact every single day. Yeah. Sometimes it actually leads for more interesting conversation when you come back to them two weeks later or whatever, because more things have had a chance to evolve and you can kind of catch up on bigger things that. Like we even talked about last time on our podcast, when we're talking to each other every day, sometimes we just get the highlight of the day, but we're not totally... Diving in. Yeah, diving in or following the through line of what the entire week was, because all we're getting is is day-to-day highlights. I think it's kind of the same thing sometimes when you check in with people. Like, once you get off, I'm going to have to call my family, and I have no idea what they've been up to for the last two weeks. My sister has started school again, Mm -hmm. um, which means her kids are also in school again. Um So I I think it'll be nice and refreshing. And then our friends Miranda and Nathan have since gone on their honeymoon and come back. Mm-hmm. So hearing about all the highlights of that trip. Yeah, so it's an interesting dichotomy where kind of going off the grid and, and losing touch with people for a while can be both a relief, but it can also be very... Um, Isolating, Totally. But then those moments that you get to come back and rekindle and regroup and, and reestablish contact can be even more fruitful than if you were in contact the whole time. Because, yeah. yeah, you can kind of get even more than just like the highlights of the day. You can get like the highlights of what's really been going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been really easy to kind of fall back into the um, I'm off the grid. Mm hmm. Uh, where I don't have to respond to people. Yeah, you see um,
1: the you see the appeal, huh?
0: Oh, I get the I've always mm-hmm. gotten appeal because mm-hmm. like I I mean it's something that I'm working on as a human, but I just have like anxiety when it comes to responding to people in the timing timely manner and like with social media and everything I have a little bit of anxiety with, um, and yeah, it's just I haven't really felt that in the past two weeks because I've had a obviously a good excuse. I'm on Miss Bliss mm-hmm. and i can't do anything about it yep. so that being said there are many many uh birthday messages that i haven't responded to yet so if you're one of those people thank you so much <laughs> for reaching out i <laughs> promise i'll get back to you when i'm uh, back to civilization which will be soon so mm-hmm. yeah that's a good one
1: yeah it's so funny that you say you have anxiety towards all those things i believe it but I also have anxiety towards those things, and the way that we respond to those things are completely different.
0: I have to like talk myself up. I'm like, all right, okay, respond to these three people, and then you can take a break. Um, and then that's respond good. to three more. Take a break.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I need to employ more of that.
0: <laughs> you just said, I am now, I'm going to avoid it for yep, longer.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Said, oh, when's the last post on my Instagram? Uh, did we talk about this last oh, week? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we did.
1: I don't know if we were on the podcast and we had that. Conversation. Yeah, because
0: I said plug yourself and you said. Uh. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? Responding to comments on my Instagram posts um, or making Instagram posts at all. I'm like, uh, yeah, instead of having to deal with the anxiety of responding to all that, I'm just going to stop doing it. I'm you know, Like <laughs> why? I just don't need to do that. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, I get it. That's a good one okay my next point is super simple gin and tonic
1: oh nice
0: yeah that's my drink of choice lately and mm-hmm. i've been getting a lot of them on the ship yeah and boy does this one bartender make it so oh, yeah. freaking strong oh yeah wild
1: it's like two and a half it's like not yeah. even a double It's oh like my god a double and a half
0: yeah i mean good for you thank you so much mm-hmm. but wow i'm gonna be on my ass Yep. That's really it. Yeah, ginodonics. Yeah, and the
1: it's... amount of times that you've been like, okay, I got to go eat something or else if I try to add on to this, this is going to get out of hand real quick.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They serve it up. Um, my last one is lights at the end of the tunnel is what I put. Oh, um, okay. So kind of like <laughs> having things to shoot for. I don't know. I this one also is a bit of a contradiction because, like, like what we we're talking about of you leaving, I guess that's not really a light at the end of the tunnel. That's more like darkness at the end of the light <laughs> or a tunnel coming up. Um, but I think there's a lot of value in staying present in the place that you're at. Um, but I think having something like a light at the end of the tunnel, whether it be you know the end of this contract or I don't know, a really fun vacation planned in the future or looking forward to the holidays or whatever it is. Like sometimes those guiding lights can help to get you through the moment. But also in this instance, like me thinking about the end of the contract, I think it also will help. And sometimes like maybe because I still have two months left, maybe it's a little far out before it really kicks in. Mm -hmm. But I I find that a lot of people say this as they're about to leave like the last three weeks or so people really try to squeeze mm-hmm. all the juice out of the experience before it's over and I think having those lights at the end of the tunnel um yeah it can help you reflect on where you are currently so that you can embrace it for what it is before you move on to the next thing um so I'm yeah I mean plenty selfishly I'm grateful that there is a light at the end of the tunnel so that you know in the first week in november i'll be back in new york and we can we go back to living together and yeah. go back to life as it normally is but on the flip side i'm also grateful for it because it puts what the rest of this contract is in perspective because mm-hmm. um, especially like i don't know i think about even two months ago like the light at the end of the tunnel is pretty dim and yeah. honestly the light at the end of the tunnel at that point in time was this visit. Yep. Before even trying to get off the ship. Right. Um so yeah, I think sometimes having those those beacons in front of you can help to lessen the weight of current circumstances and and also, you know, let you take stock and be more grateful in where you are currently before you know that there are even brighter things ahead. Right. Afterwards. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that one's a good one. Thanks. I don't know, it definitely makes leaving tomorrow a lot easier for me, mm-hmm. knowing that we only have two months left and that we've already been through five. It's, it feels like it's gonna be easy. Yeah. Which I know it's like, that's not necessarily true, but like, yeah, it'll go by fast. Yeah,
1: kind of feels like it'll be a snap and it's over. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, boy. Okay, so my last one is, well, technically I have two. Can I say two? Okay. Um. Okay, number one. Uh, but technically point three. Yeah. (laughs) Getting better at cribbage.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We've been playing a lot of cribbage, and I'm getting better at it. Yep. I've even beaten you a couple times, which is something that I've never been able to say before. That's
1: not true. I don't
0: think I've ever... I might have beaten you once before this. No way. Yeah.
1: I think you're putting way too much stock, especially when Patrick and I play together against you and Joe. I feel like you guys win every time.
0: Mm, I'm not sure about that. I think
1: you guys win a lot, but...
0: Okay, well, it feels like... But, I don't know, as as we're just, like, squaring off mm-hmm. against each other. It's feels. true.
1: One-on-ones were rough on you at the beginning. Yeah. I had, like, a streak of seven in a row. Oh, my God. When, right when we started off. Then you had a little spurt of three, and then I had a couple more. Yeah. And now it's, yeah, it's evened up. I think you beat me both times last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: think so. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I'm getting, getting pretty good. I can count. Yeah. I just didn't grow up with that game, okay? So I just, it took me a while to get mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, don't play for a while, I feel like it, it takes me a hot second yeah. to, like, get back into the swing of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a certain mindset. Yep. Yeah. playing the odds a lot.
0: Right. Well, and it's like, I don't know, now I understand, like, strategy a lot better mm-hmm. and odds for sure. But, so there's that. Yeah. And then I also, so my last one is, <laughs> I think you're going to laugh at me. I put Opus 17.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I almost...
0: Not the rolling of the eyes. No, no, no.
1: I almost made a joke to my friend Jeremy in the hallway. Because he said that something went funky in that song in one of our shows. And I I almost outed you and said that that was your favorite song in the show.
0: You can out me. I love that song. Yeah. And I think it's one of the best songs.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: You really don't like it?
1: I don't dislike it, but... Uh, yeah. I definitely it's like, like other songs in the show more than that.
0: Sure. It's definitely not like a significant portion no, of the show. No, it really
1: gets, it really gets like blended into like three other songs.
0: I know, but I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. I just think it moves so nice and the melody is awesome. And mm-hmm. with all of the harmonies going on, I'm so here for it. Mm-hmm. I also really like this song because I feel like it is a turning point in the sound. Yeah, of the band, which is now just currently like Bob and Frankie in in Mm -hmm. the in this portion of the show. Right. And it feels like new and fresh, which is also probably why I really like it. Totally.
1: And that was even a part of the music direction. Um, A little bit so in my first contract, but we actually had one of the original music. uh, I think at the point he was a music assistant on the original show. And then he was the music supervisor for the first national tour and he very much even even the harmony lines are are sung differently there um because you're going from that kind of 50s and 60s doo style to the 70s where you're thinking more of like the Bee Gees and other mm-hmm. and like i i don't know if genesis is too late for that but kind of that period of time where the ping in Frankie's voice is still there as far as the falsetto is concerned but like everybody else's harmonies are they're less rigid um and less full-throated and they are more kind of like airy mm-hmm. and they yeah they just have a different style a different allure to them yeah um so it's also cool that you actually hear that because that's kind of a nuance i mean you've also seen the show a billion, a billion and a half times. times yeah but yeah, that is definitely, like, a subtle nuance that, that, even in this show, more than the first time, but, but in the first time, too, um, you know, is is definitely a note that was given and, and, you know, an aim that was that was shot for. Yeah. Whether or not we were actually accomplishing or not, but it sounds like we did, at least somewhat.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just, like, remember it was one of the songs in the first contract that we did together um, that was just, like, in my head all of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think which I is just... so
1: interesting that yeah because that song is given like no justice whatsoever
0: it really isn't
1: it's truncated yeah and
0: it's in between a lot of dialogue yeah
1: there's a scene that literally cuts the first verse off from the second verse yep yeah there's a monologue it there's a monologue and then it goes into one verse then that yeah then there's a scene in between then there's the second verse then they do 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 um <laughs> they do have it gets a little bit of justice um after the second verse they have a little dance number yeah and a company front and then it's yeah and then it's bookended by another monologue so
0: yeah i just like the way it moves i think it's really really nice mm-hmm. and this might be outing myself but i had it so uh, i don't know if i've said this no i definitely have on this podcast before how like every role that i do i create a playlist like um as, like, what I think the character would listen to. Mm-hmm. And it that song was on my Molly playlist in Ghost. Yep. And...
1: I feel like I outed you to somebody and you got super mad at me about it. But now you're adding it to your entire audience.
0: I don't think I got mad at you. Oh, yeah? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's that embarrassing. Oh, okay. Especially because, like, the this is the most embarrassing part, which isn't that embarrassing. Because mm-hmm. the song obviously reminds... Me of us and how we first met. Yeah, and I would always listen to the song before um, uh, one of my like big emotional songs in Ghost, which is "With You," which mm-hmm. is like one of the more well known ones. And I have to like break down and cry <laughs> about my dead fiance at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess they're not engaged. Doesn't matter. Um. Oh yeah, that's. We just move in together. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. engaged, but yep, um, and so yeah, I would just like always listen to it before, which is like so funny. Because it's like kind of an upbeat song. Yeah. And it's not a sad girl song. No. But it just reminds me of us. So it's it was just a little easy. bit
1: of a sad boy song, but it's like a proud sad boy song, which is interesting. They're kind of, honestly, like the Four Seasons do kind of a lot of those. Yeah. Um, Dawn yeah. is also like, they're almost the same premise,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is, and Ragdoll is the same way.
0: Ragdoll, I listened to those lyrics for like the first time this go around. Uh-huh. And I was like, These are not great.
1: No. No. Yeah. Even Big Girls Don't Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of all of those songs are almost like, I know we're not together, Yeah, but it's okay. You're better off without me. Like, that's like almost the sentiment of, that's a sentiment of like most of those songs. Ragdoll is the only one where it's, we would be better off together, but I can't. Yeah, I can't bring myself to be with you because, like, my parents would never accept it or something like that. That one's a bit weirder, but yeah, yeah, there's like three different songs in that show where it's the the vibe is we were together, we're no longer together, but you're better off with who you have now, right? Which is a very interesting sentiment for yeah, especially for a multitude of songs, not only just one song,
0: right? Yeah, I remember at one point I was like telling you how much I liked the song, and you know how like couples have a song? I oh, think yeah. you were like, do you want that to be our song? And I was like, no. Yeah, please no. Not at all. Because okay, the lyrics are yeah. not happy, yeah. number one.
1: I don't know. People have a lot of songs that aren't actually happy. I don't know. I was just listening to an interview with Andre 3000, and he was talking about how the lyrics of Hey Ya are actually like kind of dark. Huh. And it's actually, that song is similar to where uh, that one is less about we're not together, but you're better off without me. And that one's more like, basically, if you listen to the lyrics, the whole song is about the fact that they're in a relationship, but they're not truly happy, and he doesn't know why they're trying so hard. They're basically, like, they're staying together for the illusion of true love, even though it's not actually Jesus. true in their relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, um, what is the What's the breakdown? No, um, shake it, like a Polaroid picture. Um,
2: Oh, ladies.
1: Yeah. No, it's, um, oh, we stick together. Oh, we stick together. But together's only better if there's feelings involved. Ooh. Anyways. It's pretty
0: dark. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there are a lot of songs like that. Sometimes the lyric of the song and the emotion that it evokes are not totally the same thing.
0: Yeah wow there you go there you have it there's our um song analysis yeah
1: (laughs) of of opus 17
0: so there's our gratitude list yeah we did it we did it woohoo woo all righty let's dive into the thoughts and feelings portion of this episode Mm -hmm. which we're gonna do something a little different today spicing shit up
1: remix. oh
0: yeah we're gonna play game yeah Which is basically us just answering questions. Um, And it comes from a game called We're Not Really Strangers. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know, it's a game to get to know one another. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're technically, like, three different levels. Like, level one is, like, easier questions. Two gets harder and three gets, like, really personal. Okay. And so I have about 15 questions picked. Okay. And we're going to answer them.
1: Yep. You vetted them beforehand, so. Yeah, I, to be honest. Did you cherry pick?
0: No, no. I feel like I actually just like picked a lot of random ones, made sure that like there are a lot of like questions in there that are kind of similar. Oh. So I okay. just was mostly making sure that they were all really different. Some yeah. are really easy, some are like, a little more deep. Okay. I put in quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Pick our first card. Okay. We'll see what it is. Level
1: one perception. Do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not?
0: And I think we can both answer every question. Oh, okay. No. But
1: wait. When we say I, are we answering for ourselves or are we answering for the other person?
0: Do I think you fall in love easily?
1: That is the correct way to read it? I think so. Okay.
0: That's how I'm going to answer. Got it. Answer Answer it. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think you fall in love easily. Mm -hmm. I think you're really cautious, but we've talked Uh, about this.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: But I think when you like fully dive in mm-hmm. i think you kind of like know like what you want and what you want out of the relationship so maybe like once you're like yes i'm in it with you you could sure i don't know I, it's hard to to say with
1: our relationship mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i mean i think yeah i think the answer is probably no because I feel like I do so much, like, uh, internal vetting yes. before I even let myself, like, get...
0: You're pretty picky. ...to
1: that level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of, like, touch and go, information gathering, yeah, weighing how much long-term potential there is, and, yeah, a lot of things like that. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think for you, the answer <laughs> is also no. Okay. Um, I think... You also do a lot of vetting, but I also think you're pretty guarded in some of your past based on some of your past experiences. Yeah. Um. So I think the answer is probably no, just because I think there's a lot of um, trust that needs to be built and mm-hmm. given um, that I don't think comes easily. And so I think you wouldn't allow yourself to fall in love super easily. Like, I think it has to be kind of earned
0: yeah for sure yeah if you would have asked me this question maybe five years ago i think it would have been a different answer
1: hmm. interesting
0: and that's on trauma mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's on that
0: yeah but hey it worked out Mm-hmm. but i don't know i feel like i'm pretty similar in terms of like once i think that we'll go far and then i'm like okay great
1: mm-hmm. uh-huh. like yeah oh, let's give it a shot yeah yeah
0: but it even like took us a hot second to say i love you to one another
1: yeah yeah I think part of it was also that we wanted to stay in person. Yeah. So we had that time delay. This was on the visit that you did after you'd been laid off, but then decided to come back on as a passenger while I was still on board. Yep. And I think we both just saw the opportunity there of like, yeah, this would be the right time for this to happen. Yeah. So we literally like did it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was funny, too, because, like, we had a mutual friend of ours, Landon. Hey, shout out, Landon. Shout out. And we, like, told him that we
1: were going to tell both him. Both do it. Yeah. yeah. One another. We both separately told him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> funny. Oh, well. Yeah. Um. Okay. I <laughs> think this one is so funny because we just had a conversation about this. Do I look kind? Explain.
1: Do you look kind? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I pick this. I agree. I think we both look kind. And I mm. think because people always come up to us, like, out in everyday life, like, strangers. That's like, true. asking questions or yeah. just, like, chatting us up, basically. That's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely not the, that look. the, like, the veneer of, like, oh, I don't want to approach that person. No, it's quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm talked about this before maybe not on the podcast but like i feel like i hold a very unique place in society with oh. being a, a man of small stature mm-hmm. where i'm very um like disarmingly non-threatening mm-hmm. to most people that yeah there's just like no apprehension um towards like approaching me like I'm not a domineering physical presence and also maybe I look nice on top of that or kind on top of that um so yeah the whole like people being totally comfortable just approaching me because it never seems like I don't know I don't think I have I have one of the like least threatening statures that are kind of available to to men at all so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but, yes, there's a lot of, like, unsolicited, unwarranted, just like, oh, this person looks like they could help me yeah. get directions to where I'm trying to go mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Next one. What's the first thing you noticed about me? I know your answer.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. So your hair?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: And I commented on it when I first saw yeah, you.
1: it's true. Hmm, I don't know what the first thing I noticed about you was.
0: Well, that's nice.
1: <laughs> Maybe it was your hair, too. You know what What it was? I don't know if it was because you had your bangs down, but I met you and Marilyn first. Yeah. At the garden.
0: And we were with Chris. Yeah. Because that's also, sorry, I'm interrupting you. Because I said that you have really nice hair. To
1: and him when I left?
0: No, I said it to you.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, And Chris, like, made some joke being like, geez, Ashley, lay off. Like, that I was, like, flirting too hard or something. And Wait, I really wasn't. he said
1: that when I was there? I thought... No,
0: when you walked away. Oh, when I
1: walked away. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: It just was, like, a funny... Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: geez, okay, Ashley. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. wasn't even meaning it at that point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just funny.
1: Yeah, because we met you and maryland there and then the next time i encountered you you did not look like the same person to me and i don't know if it's because you had sunglasses i remember their sunglasses were a factor i think the first time i saw you you had your hair pulled back and you had sunglasses on and then the second time i saw you you had your bangs down and no sunglasses on i fully did not think you were the same person well for that's a second i not like not
0: really the question <laughs> The first thing I noticed about you is that you don't look like the same person.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just like trying to think back to what it was. I think it was your bangs. Because I feel like I saw you guys like just out of a tech or something. That's why it was only you two up there. Mm -hmm. Because the rest of the queens weren't there. Mm -hmm. So I think you, I think you'd come out of tech and then the rest of the girls went in to do like pre-show makeup and you you two were coming up to get food before the show's.
0: Mm-mm. Possibly. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. So I'll say, I guess, yeah, mine's the same. Your hair. Your bangs.
0: All right, copier. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, this is easy. Well, I don't know if we've actually talked about this. Do you think I've ever checked a, an ex's phone for evidence?
1: Oh. Hmm. Does this mean, like, unsolicited? Like, secretly? Sure. I, don't I mean, think yeah, you would... I think you would have to. I guess. Unless they would just hand you yeah. your phone, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not many mm. people, I
0: think, would do that, though.
1: Well, they would if they didn't actually have anything to hide. Well, yeah, but... um, Yeah. I don't know if you did. I wouldn't be surprised if you did, based on the mounting evidence that was happening around you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I know that definitely one of the things that happened in your last relationship that blindsided you so much was that you felt like everybody else knew it before you knew it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if that leads me to be like, because you had that reaction, then you weren't actually that suspicious. And so that you wouldn't have, but I wouldn't have blamed you if you did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've done it once. Mm -hmm. And it was after I like found out what happened. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, so sorry. (laughs) And tried to like talk me into Getting like being with him still, mm-hmm. and because he's really good at manipulation, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was like, "Yeah, okay, I believed him." And then um, I asked him if there was anything else that he needed to tell me, and he said no. And then we went to bed that night, and I didn't sleep a wink because, duh, I just found out I got cheated on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw his that he had some notifications on his phone, and I looked through it, mm-hmm. and I think the thing that surprised me so much was like i could easily get into his phone like you know how on iphones well you might not know <laughs> outing you mm-hmm. for not having an iphone but you can do like face id yeah he we set up his phone so that like if i needed to get into it like while you know we were in the car and i needed to like change the music or whatever yeah, i yeah. could open it with my face yeah which is kind of a genius move because i never would have suspected him like hiding things from me on my phone because i could get into it yeah so then i got into it Mm -hmm. and there were multiple things that he didn't tell me about and Mm -hmm. that's the only time i did that yeah i don't think you have
1: no i haven't and i never really had any reason to right so there you go yeah
0: oh i think it's your turn level two baby
1: level two connection describe your perfect day oh we just heard this one on i'm expert
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah With Kristen Bell, right? Yeah. Should we do each other's perfect days? That's what they did. Should we do that too?
1: Sure. Oh. Like what you you
0: think my perfect day would be and what I think your perfect day would be?
1: Yeah. Let's do that.
0: Okay. You go first.
1: (laughs) Um, I think your perfect day is up at 8 o'clock or 8.30, but feeling rested. Mm. So not your body waking you up early and you... Being mad at it for it, but actually waking up early, naturally, and feeling like that was the right time that you were supposed to wake up. Yeah. A little latte with skim milk or pumpkin spice. Hell in, yeah. In We've been on era. that pumpkin spice oh, yeah. game, baby. In the current era that we're in, a little pumpkin spice.
0: It's so cute. I have to say, every time Matt gets to order it at Starbucks, he like looks back at me. I
1: forget every time... <laughs>
0: And I'm like, pumpkin spice. He's like, uh-huh. yes, do pumpkin spice.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. I don't know why I can't keep it in my head <laughs> no. at all.
0: You're going to have to say it alone now.
1: It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, that, a good journal in the morning. I don't know if a workout would be in there or not for you. Mm-hmm. Because I think you'd probably feel better after a workout. hmm But I don't know if your perfect day consists the effort of actually doing a workout. Yeah. But then I think like sunny day in the afternoon, but then towards the evening starts to get a little like you feel a rain coming on yeah. and then like an, an evening and night thunderstorm. Oh, but not too much thunder.
0: It's true. I love the sound of rain
1: Mm-hmm. Um, with a good book.
0: What would we do during the day.
1: Let's see. What would you want to do?
0: There's one thing that I can think of that I'd probably do.
1: Go to a bookstore. Yeah. Mhm. Um yeah. I could see that. Go to a bookstore, maybe get a new book. Mhm. Get some sushi. Yeah. And then when we're in and it starts raining, maybe read a little, order in some Indian food maybe. Mhm. And watch a movie and then finish the night reading.
0: Yeah, probably. It's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I think yours would be. Okay. Sleep in till noon, but you wake up and you don't feel bad about it because we have no obligations in the day.
1: Okay. I feel okay with that because we had no obligations. I'm yeah. okay with that.
0: Um, and then I go grab coffee
1: mm.
2: for mm-hmm.
0: you. Got it. Oat milk latte with one Splenda. Mm-hmm. Or I make it.
1: Okay. That's fine, too.
0: Either one. Mm-hmm and we chill together and you scroll oh yeah and read or like read articles catch up on sports play the crossword Mm -hmm. just have like a chill morning Mm -hmm. or afternoon right (laughs) whatever um and then maybe go out and do something in terms of like yeah like maybe take a walk in Astoria Park or maybe go to a museum or something Mm -hmm. maybe go see like a show that night sushi would also be on the menu on the menu for sure Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like our days would be very similar yeah maybe go to like hang out with some of some of our friends in astoria Mm -hmm. like that night like go grab a drink or something Mm -hmm. and then come back and chill watch a show together do you think that's pretty pretty accurate
1: yeah pretty good i think
0: oh i also would have added some reality tv time oh for you
1: yes that's true in the morning yeah after journals
0: after journals Yes. yes
1: i think i would have said the perfect day i actually completely unwarranted would have woken up earlier even though i didn't deserve to wake up earlier and also still felt refreshed okay i think sleeping till noon i even if we had no obligations I still do feel a little shitty about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But if I were to wake up at ten AM, even though I had no business waking up at ten AM and still feel refreshed. Sure. I would I think I would have preferred that. Okay. Yeah, if it wasn't a late night drink, maybe a happy hour moment before mm-hmm. before we went and did something in the evening, like saw a show. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. Good Pretty days. Good. Yeah. Woo woo. Not bad. Pretty easy.
0: Oh, is it my turn?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not very extravagant. <laughs>
0: It's true um, What part of your life works And what part of your life hurts <laughs> I think the way that that's phrased is funny Okay
1: <laughs> um, This is for each other or for ourselves
0: mm, Maybe we do ourselves for the Okay best.
1: yeah This one's a little tougher um, What part of my life works I think My agreeableness mm-hmm. And adaptability Is working They work for me Mm-hmm. mm-hmm my has they're all synonyms go with the flow kind of mentality and kind of uh low maintenance mm-hmm. ability I think that works for me yeah being kind of even keeled yeah. um calm under pressure
0: I'd agree yeah
1: um I think those things work for me um I think um, the things that hurt for me are uh, discipline mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean that kind of sums up everything in one word but like yeah yeah, starting habits keeping habits forming routines keeping routines just not <laughs> I'm not unstable but I'm not that stable in that <laughs> yeah. way yeah um, totally so I think that's the thing that hurt me yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think that's what I would have said for you too
1: mm-hmm what about you?
0: Um, I think mine are honestly kind of one and the same in terms of like my um, productivity during the day, mm-hmm. but I also am really hard on myself. Yes. For it as well, so I like my work ethic, mm-hmm. but sometimes I hold myself to a standard that is just like a little silly,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I get really down on myself if I don't achieve what I want to achieve. Sure. Was it too bad?
1: No, not so bad. Not too painful. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? LOL.
0: <laughs> Mine's easy. Uh-huh. I yes, mean. easy. Yeah. Whatever my higher calling is. Uh-huh. That's what I'm focused on right now. Right. Probably to my detriment sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is something that we've talked about.
1: Yeah. I think, honestly, mine is, where does the money come from after I get off the ship? Yeah. I think that's the big answer right now. It's, um... Mm-hmm. yeah what do i do to hold me over until audition season yep um and yeah and whatever is gonna come next totally so yeah either auditioning for new jobs or just finding little hustles yep during the holiday season while it's kind of big in the in the city yeah there's a lot of commerce going on Mhm. yeah i think that's my big question right now totally oh yeah
0: oh yeah okay what do you think my superpower is
1: Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, I think I would give you two.
0: Oh,
1: I'll take it. Your ability to create routine mm-hmm. and follow it, I think, is a total superpower. You're always so. Initially, you've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but you're always so initially scared that whenever you go into a new, like, circumstance, that it's gonna like uproot your life and like you're not going to be able to cope with the new surroundings and you are able to like within a week or two establish a full routine that totally works for you and allows you to thrive in that new situation um which i have none of that ability (laughs) um so that is definitely a superpower in my eyes and then the other one I think is like your like emotional sensitivity. Like your mm. ability to suss out people's emotional states in in social situations and ability to read where they're at and how to communicate with them in where they're at in that moment. Yeah. I think you are very adept at that. Aww, yeah. That's
0: James. Mm-hmm. Aww. Um okay, I'll give you two as well. You don't have to. No, I know, but I know I don't have to, but they there's two that are at the forefront of my mind. Okay. Um, Number one, I think it's your ability to get, like connect with anyone and everyone. I think you connect with people really well and you can talk about literally anything because I just think that you're really well versed in a lot of different um, topics and things and I think you're also just a really curious person. Um, So it's just nice to ha- have a partner that like is curious about other people Mm -hmm. and wants to build relationships. I think that's like really important and something that like I've looked for in a partner and haven't found it until you like, I mean, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but like the fact that we can go to a party together and I can leave you alone with one of my friends and not be worried about it is like awesome. Yeah. Like that is so nice. Mm -hmm. And then number two, I honestly think I wish I had your calmness. Like, mm-hmm. your ability to just be, like, super chill mm-hmm. and not anxious.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. wish I had that. I w- yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all right. I've got enough for the both of us, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's
0: true. It's true.
1: Anything more and I would just be, like, a yeah sloth.
0: Yeah. You should see us travel together.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 LOL. Ah, those are good.
0: Yeah, I like that
1: one. What do I need to hear right now?
0: Oh, I think you need to hear that this contract wasn't a waste of your time mm. and that it wasn't it's not like holding you back in mm-hmm. your career I think because this role in this show is not new for you I think in your brain you're like oh, I should have like maybe done something else or sure but I think it happened at the right time for you and for both of us and I don't think it was a waste at all
1: mm-hmm. oh, that's good do you agree? Uh, yeah, for the most part. If if only for financial reasons, I think it wasn't a it definitely wasn't a waste. I think it's more the yeah, getting over the fact that it maybe wasn't a lateral move, but even so, I've actually been able to like perform ranking on this contract, so yeah. that's already a step up from the last one. Um and I still got to see new places, meet new people, mm-hmm. so. Make yeah new connections yep yeah it's never a total loss so i just yeah.
0: think you think it's a bigger loss than what it actually is sure i yep. think contracts like this are hard because you always think like what else could i have booked mm-hmm. or done in new york yep but in reality like the industry is still just trying to like figure it shit out that i think that you i don't know not have been you might not have been like disappointed necessarily because you might have booked something sure but like
1: no, I, I was going to say the same thing where, yeah, you could be sitting here thinking, what could I have booked? Yeah. But more often than not, the answer is probably going to be nothing. Right. Um, it's very, very likely that you wouldn't have booked anything in the meantime. Yep. So yeah, that's totally true. Um, <laughs> I think I've already told you this. Yeah. Um, don't make me cry. I won't make you cry. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in shorter, subtler terms. Um, Yeah, I think you just need to hear that um, the process of finding and exploring your higher purpose doesn't have to come with the pressure of um, it being perfect right away. Um, Yeah. And that the journey of exploring and finding it should be more fun Mm -hmm. than... um, than a task awaiting to be completed yeah 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 and
0: it's a hard one to complete
1: yes i think it's more i think
0: i'm a little impatient with myself
1: i think the journey is something more to be reveled in than waiting expectantly for it to show itself to you and not scorning every opportunity that doesn't come your way as if it was supposed to be the thing and you're doing something wrong because that thing didn't come about sure Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't make you cry.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, this one's so interesting. Okay, what about me is hardest for you to understand? Ooh. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of piggybacking off of, like, what I just said about you being so even keel and, like, calm in every situation. Sometimes I'm like, how do you do that?
1: Mm. Compartmentalization. (laughs) That's how you do it. You just don't think about it.
0: That is so incredibly foreign to me.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. I used to tell my friends, especially in high school, and also my sister, which may have got her a little bit concerned about me. But there were so many times yeah, I got so horribly good at it in high school where I could literally think of, like, uh, the deadline for this paper is, like, in a week, and you haven't started on it. I could literally just take that thought just, like, put it in a box and just throw it to the back of my mind and just forget about it. Wow. Just be like, mm, not my problem right now. That can go back, not even on the back burner. It's like, that can go into the vault Yeah. Um, and it'll come back up when I need it. But I don't need it in this instance right now. I got better at not doing that, mm-hmm. Um. especially in my early 20s. There was a lot of, like, because I definitely carried that into college as well um but yeah especially like my early 20s and in, in new york where i was like oh maybe more things would happen if you stop throwing them to the into the vault and back into the back of your brain because then you'll just forget about them right um so yeah i've learned some of that but i definitely i mean that is still a tool at my disposal um fortunately and unfortunately yeah, yeah. I'm, try- I'm still trying to think yeah. I mean, I think like like a joke answer would be like the appeal of reality TV. <laughs> totally. Um but we've talked about it. So like I do understand what it is. It's a form of of um like catharsis. Mm-hmm. Where you're like uh it's it's strife in other people's lives that I that isn't happening in my life. Yeah. And it can kind of it it can allow me to put my own issues on pause and just revel in other people's mm-hmm. um so that's not a good one
0: no it's fine
1: no because i do know why i do understand it
0: and boy have we come a long way from that conversation <laughs> not
1: yeah i mean yes and no it's more but that's the thing there's the understanding and then there's like i always feel like there's a there's like a conceptual understanding like intellectual in your brain you understand it And then there's, like, an emotional understanding where you, like, inhabit that feeling. And you're like, no, now I really get it because it's happened to me. Yeah. And I don't think I will ever get to the point of that emotional understanding. But I don't think I ever need to because I have, like I just described, my own ways of compartmentalization. So, like, I don't need that outlet as a way to do that because I already have hardwired my brain to be able to do that for me. Um Oh, but then I just went on that rant and I had one in my head and I can't remember what it is. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I don't know. I guess I would say I don't understand where your doubt comes from a lot of the time. Mm Mhm. Um, I know, like, this business takes a lot of, like, just kind of, like, irrational hope, but I've kind of always had that, and I know that you have that, too, where it's... I think that's what leads a lot of people to steer away from the path is that... eventually they just kind of like run out of it and they're just like, "Mm, I don't know. Like this isn't like, this just isn't going to work out for me or whatever. But like, I've always just had that kind of irrational. I've just come to the conclusion that it will work. And I just, I, I just have no doubt in my mind about it. Um, But seeing the way that you work and the way that you live, which is wildly more productive than how I work or how I live I don't understand where some of that doubt for you comes from because yeah it just in the in what I can see you do and what you accomplish and what you're capable of like some of the doubt that creeps into you yeah seems like so wild to me
0: Mm. I don't know I think it's kind of like a protective defense mechanism in a way
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that could be all it is
0: but then i talk myself out of it and i'm like chill the fuck out ash and mm-hmm. i also think it's based on past trauma as well sure with things that have happened to me in the industry mm-hmm. and so it's it's a hard it's like a fine line for me to find and balance with in the sense of like getting my hopes up for mm-hmm. something to work out and being realistic i feel like the doubt comes when I'm trying to be more realistic, which I don't think is the most healthy thing. But mm. well, that's why I'm in therapy, so whatever.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Is it my turn? hmm No. Oh,
1: yes. I think it's yours. It's mine. What do you think our most important similarity is?
0: Mm. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we have a lot of the same values, but I don't know if that's, like, a similarity. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. In terms of, like what family means to us what community and relationships mean to us Mm -hmm. what we want for our relationship similar Mm -hmm. or else we wouldn't be together (laughs) right I just feel like we have a lot of like similar outlooks on like life and what we want
1: totally yeah yeah I agree I think those are probably the most important right it's kind of like yeah what we envision our life being Mm -hmm. is similar or you know Congruent, like they can work alongside each other. I think at the beginning, what was most important, I think, right off the bat, was both the way that we view people. Yeah, I don't know. I think our similarity and being able to get to know people, be curious in people, appreciate people for what they are, and have the same outlook on that was had to be super. Important at the beginning, especially with like Mm -hmm. once we got separated from each other for a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, it it touches on the same thing that you were talking about where like leaving me alone at a party with some of your friends. I mean, I had to do that to the extreme where it was I had to leave you alone to meet all of my friends Mm -hmm. without me to go live in our apartment together. And so I think. What's important now is the things that you said. And I think what was important at the beginning was my faith in our similarity to view people with respect yep. and be curious and be open to meeting new people mm-hmm. and embrace them for who they are because that was a necessity for us at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. Because I hate to say it, but like, I mean, I guess you could have hated my roommates, but I'm like, mm, they're not getting out of my life anytime soon, you right. know, or any of my friends. So, right. yeah. So I think that was important. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good one. <laughs> oh gosh. I forgot I picked this one. If we were in a band, what would our name be?
1: Oh gosh. Well, I have no idea.
0: I don't know. What kind of band
1: would we be? Probably. Cover band. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, we would be like the people we listen to. We yeah. would be like
0: we listen to a lot of different people.
1: I know, but I think we would be like a like a jazz pop band, like
0: a Sammy Ray moment, Mm-hmm. totally.
1: Like a yeah,
0: Maddie B and Schley Baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's I don't think that's what it is. But yeah, very like Lake Street Dive adjacent, Lawrence adjacent, like that totally. kind of.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think that's our sound for sure. What would it be called?
0: Berry good.
1: Uh, probably not that.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'm the only one giving.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I was language. thinking like shleyberries. Shleyberries? The, the, Schleiberys. Well, the wild berries. Well. The walled berries. ugh.
0: Well, we'll keep thinking about that one. Uh-huh. If you have any uh, suggestions, listener, please hit me up. Yeah. You know where to find me in my yeah, DMs. Yeah, because
1: we're clearly failing at this.
0: Yeah. We're not starting a band anytime soon. Mm -mm. (laughs) That's funny.
1: All right. How do your personalities complement each other?
0: Just kind of going off of everything we've talked about.
1: Yeah. We've touched on all the elements before, but just putting it together is like the similarities as the basis. And then the two things that we value as each other's superpowers being the complements. Totally. So the chill to the anxiety (laughs) and the structure to the like chaos. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like
1: those are the... I think those are the compliments.
0: Totally. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Took the words right from my brain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. In social settings, I feel like we do really well together, but I think it's because we're similar.
1: Yeah, but I also feel like, I don't know, maybe this is basic, but you're better at connecting with girls than I am, and I think I'm better at connecting with guys. Yeah. So then having us as a one-two punch, I think oh, we can... Sexist. Okay. I know. <laughs> Yeah, but you're just better at it. Maybe you're also better at connecting with guys than me too. I don't know. But. I don't
0: know. I don't know if I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So yeah my it's my turn. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, this is funny. Uh, do you believe everyone has a calling? If so, do you think I found mine?
1: Ha <laughs> ha. Um, yeah, I do. I don't necessarily view it as like a a divine right, sort of like. The conversation we had about soulmates earlier on the cruise. Um, Like, I don't know that it's, like, cosmically determined that, like, from birth, this is what this person is meant to do. Sure. But I do think that throughout someone's life, they develop skills and they develop things, curiosities and things that they're interested in that... If they were to pursue those things, they would probably be more successful in those things than anything else. Mm-hmm. But success not being, like, a monetary value, but in, like, life fulfillment kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, for the sake of monetary value, might not choose to follow those things. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, the, that there is something for everyone out there yeah. based on their likes and their personality that is probably best suited for them, whether or not they find it is, yeah, Yeah. is another story. Um, Have you found yours? Um, You are currently searching for it, but I think think you have found one of potentially many, which Mm -hmm. I think is what you're finding, is that you have found your calling in being a performer, but it seems like you have more to give, so you're just looking to find other ways to spread your gifts beyond just this career path
0: yeah yep I'd agree and yeah I mean you all know what I think about it I think that people have higher callings and yeah obviously I'm searching for mine um I think we're similar in the sense of like I think we're on the right path I think we both have a lot more to give and I do think that there's something bigger for the both of us Mm -hmm. I just don't know what that is but I think we're on the right path yeah
1: I don't see why not. Right. Last card. Oh, my God. All right. What about me most surprised you?
0: Oh, this might be a cop-out, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think maybe the ease of our relationship hmm. has really surprised me.
1: thought I was going to be difficult.
0: I just think men are difficult.
1: Wow. I <laughs> From see. my past experiences. Now who's the sexist? I said what I said. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs>
0: um, Not that I thought, like, going into this relationship that was going to be, like, really hard by any means because obviously we took our time with getting together but um in terms of like once again us creating a safe space for one another i don't know not that our relationship has been like easy obviously like long distance sucks and we've worked really hard for our relationship but Mm -hmm. like it feels easy with the two of us Mm -hmm. because we're both willing to put in the work with one another sure but also like i think at the beginning of our relationship i was really intimidated by you which I think I have told you.
1: Maybe. I, yeah.
0: More specifically, your intelligence. Oh. I didn't know if I would be able to keep up. Mm. I feel like I actually like read that in a recent journal, like a past journal of mine. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, I think he's really rad, but I don't know if, he'll, if I'm going to be able to keep up with him. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I don't know. I don't keep a very highbrow all the time. I keep a pretty low brow. Most of the time, I feel like. was that, shrug? I don't know. No? I don't
0: know what you mean by that.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm constantly, like, spitting out facts and evaluations and analyzing everything all the time. I mean, I might be in my head, but I don't feel like I'm, like, that's my topic of conversation a lot of the time.
0: I don't know. We talk about stuff like that all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, sounds like you're keeping up.
0: So so far, so good.
1: I think you're keeping up. (laughs) Um, I think for me I think I was pleasantly surprised to learn about you as a kid. Um
0: What? Yeah.
1: I think you're I think your like child persona um is so funny and was this so is surprising so to me.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: You're like rambunctious <laughs> run up and slap your sister and then run away. Like, I think that is so funny and seeing that, like, fiery side in you. And I see it sometimes, like, your competitive nature. Yeah. Or, like, when we're messing around. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The, like, the sudden outburst of, like, ah! Like, those things. I, I see it and I see where it comes from. But I don't know that that's where I would have traced it back to if I hadn't heard stories about you from... Huh. From your parents and, like, gone back through your photo albums and things like that. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. It's, wild child. Yeah.
0: Needed a lot of attention.
1: Totally. <laughs> which, like, totally makes sense. But It I, makes sense now. No. Because I need a lot
0: of attention. <laughs> no.
1: Well. But it, that's the thing, right? Like, I see offshoots of it in you still. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of it that has grown and matured into different, more, Productive like outlets for where that energy comes from, but I don't know if that's where I would have traced it back to, if I hadn't, if I hadn't learned about it. Like I, don't, yeah, that's what surprised me. Huh? Yeah. That's
0: not what I thought was going to be your answer at all. That's so funny.
1: What? what? Did you have an idea of what my answer was going to? No, not at all. Oh.
0: I just was shocked by that. Oh. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Feisty Shirley.
1: Feisty Shirley. Schlie- Mm -hmm.
0: well we answered all the questions
1: we did it yeah yeah Yeah.
0: wasn't too painful no
1: no oh well not for us hopefully not for the audience either
0: (laughs) yeah for sure hey thanks for being on again
1: yeah of course thanks for having me
0: yeah i've had such a good time here on the bliss for the past two weeks it's been really fun yeah it's been great having you hey thanks Mm -hmm. we still like each other that's good oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah and i'm excited to have you home i'm ready
1: yep two more months sooner rather than later hopefully
0: yeah for sure bro. yeah and then we get into all of the holiday festivities mm-hmm. which will be nice
1: yeah we agree
0: yeah so keep up with us um you can follow him on instagram if you want even though <laughs>
1: yeah even though i post once a year. At so. that Matt Berry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.
0: Okay, friends. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Do you want to do your impression?
1: No. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow. Wow.